Welcome everyone to today's episode of Did She Really Say That? This is a podcast where we're literally just disrupting the entire world of business education and we're breaking down those barriers that a lot of female entrepreneurs get stuck inside. So during this podcast, you might find yourself say, did she really say that? Because we're literally taking those traditional methods and we are putting a totally different spin on it so that you can start having more fun, play, and ease in unlocking your business and unlocking your millions. So we created Truth Bomb Marketing to help busy women create more time and money with that simple business playbook so that they can create their millions without sacrificing what's important to them. And of course, I am your host today. I am Karen Angeli. I'm one of the co-founders here inside of Truth Bomb Marketing. And I just love bringing a whole new spin on how to look at your business, how to think about your business, and how to stop looking at it as something that is a chore and how you can actually start having more fun inside your business. My name is Heidi Mumon. I'm also one of the co-founders here. And I love talking about your finances. I love that we can, that we have been able to help women look at their finances differently. Stop putting every single thing back into your business. We call it reinvesting to make it sound nice, but really you're just, you're just working to pay the bills instead of actually working for that profit that you're looking for in your business. We, I love teaching women how to actually realize that profit. Hey, and my name is Chef Katrina. I go by Chef because I was a former chef at Disney, and it just kind of followed me onto the world of internet. I've been uh, teaching and training the internet marketing and business development for the last, oh gosh, 15 years. I can't believe it's been that long. I feel older-ish, but looking good, by Older-ish, older-ish. Looking good, by the way. So I feel that caveat in there. So my fun around all of this is teaching women how to systematize and keep simple mm-hmm. their business. I think we overcomplicate too many darn things. And I want to bring back like the joy and fun of learning this. And that if you find that you're doing something that it's not your genius, stop doing it. Like there are plenty of us women out in the world that have our genius and finding those and collaborating is really what I would love seeing more of. Mm-hmm. And I love bringing businesses together that can really help and empower each other and move each other to the next level. So I think everything we're doing is amazing and awesome. And I'm just, I love it all. So I can't help myself. Yeah. And you talked about like finding your genius in certain things. And today we want to talk about finding your genius with your branding. Let's be honest, because each and every one of us, like if we have a business, we have to figure out what is the personality that my brand is actually going to have? Like, what do I want it to feel like when somebody interacts with me, interacts with anything with my business? And a lot of times we think like branding is the logo or it's the picture that we put on social media, in my opinion, and probably, oh yeah, sparkles, in my (laughs) opinion, probably, (laughs) probably all of our opinions is that branding is more about the feeling of what someone feels like when they actually interact with you Mm -hmm. and how that actually um, continues to build your brand. Um, Where did somebody have a positive feeling where it was like, wow, I really enjoyed that. I learned a lot. Or was there just a lot of, ooh, I don't think I wanna work with them anymore. So I'm curious with both of you guys, like how do you feel about how we've been this past year with building out Truth Bomb Marketing, with building our personality with our brand? Like what do you guys feel like that process, like how did it look? What did it feel like for you? And how is it that we wanna help other people 
have that feeling with us with Inside Truth Bomb Marketing. So, hmm. it's been a process because I mean we've grown so much this year as mm -hmm. a company and as a you know within our partnership too. And it's like because it's like it's been such a it's interesting when you think about Brandon for like um, personal Brandon, like solopreneurs versus company Brandon. And, and it's like in how we um, work together versus we're um, being just individuals. But I, um, I love what you say about how you make somebody feel because it's like sometimes we, it's like we always want somebody to leave with a positive um, experience with us. But then what happens when you have that person that leaves without a positive experience? Yeah. How does that impact your brand? Mm -hmm. And it's like, because there's, there's doesn't, sometimes it doesn't matter what you do. Somebody wants to be unsatisfied. They're going to be unsatisfied because right. that's what they're looking for. Yeah. So I think it's like, sometimes it's like when we, when we talk about, like, we want, we want people to experience that that good feeling when they work with us, when they, when they, when we, when they come across us on the internet or however they come across us, we want them to have that positive feeling. We want them to connect with us, but it's like, but then what do you do? It's like, if they, they have the, you have that person who doesn't, and it's nothing you did wrong. It's nothing you did differently. It's just, it's your vibe doesn't vibe with them or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, and being okay with that too. Yeah. I know for me, that's something that I continually work on whenever somebody has a thought or opinion about me. I ask mm -hmm. myself, true or untrue? And at the core, I'm like, wait a minute, it's really not true. So mm -hmm. it's okay that somebody else has this feeling about me, um, but true or untrue? Not true. So I don't have to fall into whatever traumas or whatever it is that made them think that way for sure. So, but, um, because part I, of that is protecting your own mindset too. Yeah, absolutely. You can get so tripped up about something like that, but then, but then not being able to not let it take over, um, what areas that it doesn't deserve to take over. Yeah, no, absolutely. Don't give it permission to. Absolutely. And I know whenever we were building out our brand for Truth Bomb, we've definitely been on a lot of highs and lows this year, right? Like we've been like, oh, we know where we're going. Oh, crap. That's not really what we wanted to do. That wasn't our focus. Mm. Um, and I know for us, like we, whenever we built out our business plan initially, we had this desire. It was always at the core was a desire to help female entrepreneurs. And for me, it was a desire to help female entrepreneurs get more present to themselves. Mm. And, um, so I feel like that that has been the constant throughout this whole process. And, um, one thing that we did, um, and this may be helpful for anyone is we had that business plan written down of what we wanted to do. And we would always go back and we would always tweak. We were always looking at, okay, are we actually hitting the points? Are we actually doing what we want to do? And at one point, I believe it was during the summer, we were like, okay, I feel like we're missing something. And um, we actually all together were like, let's read um, Donald Miller's, uh, oh my gosh, the, the book is now going out of my brain. Uh, 
Yeah, StoryBrand. Thank you. I don't know how come that that his name was there, but the book wasn't. But we we all three of us read that book together. And I think all three of us had separately read it before too. Um, but it was one of those things like reading it together and kind of getting back on the same page together um, of how we wanted to build out that brand was actually really, really influential for us too. And taking them through the process of of looking at your brand as you're not the hero, the person that you're helping your customer is actually the hero at the end of the day. And how can you be the guide for that? So um, I'm curious, like Heidi or Katrina, like what was that process like for each of you as we kind of like dove into this and we were like, okay, wait a minute, we need to actually, instead of being the hero, we need to be the guide instead. How did that feel as we went through that? It's interesting because we've we've talked about like how that initial Karen, we talked about how that initial business plan was like where we started. And in order to tie this into our brand, what was really interesting though is that we had to go back through that business plan again and look at it. We really had to go back to it through a fine-tuned comb because we were given a business plan from a very from one of our really good mentors, right? And this is a business plan that's been the foundation or the staple of businesses for a very long time. And what was interesting is when we started reading Story Brand, we started asking ourselves, does our business plan that we are delivering and we're teaching women, because I felt like the the, the what we wanted to deliver as a brand, as a company, we were still trying to figure out ourselves, to be honest. We knew we wanted to help women. We knew we the power of a business plan. But like every feedback that we've gotten, even this year is like business plans are hard. They're complicated. They ask really stupid questions, right? <laughs> <laughs> or questions that you don't know how to answer because I remember yeah, or that don't being... want to answer. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're not sure how to answer a question, right? Like there's yeah. like, what does this mean or what does that mean? And the languaging isn't clear. Um, and it doesn't flow in a, what I would feel is like a natural progression of thought, Right. And maybe that's just because my female thought and the three of us, we were even going through this like, well, this doesn't make sense. And we had to really tweak this. So when we dove into the brand story, what we were looking for was like, how do we connect to our audience? Because we did feel like we were missing the mark. We knew we wanted to help women. We knew that between the three of us, what we wanted to talk about was definitely the mindset, the money, and the marketing. Like we recognized those three M's were were critical at the core. To teach Uh one basically left the other two hanging, but you need all three. And what we were looking at was like, how do we bring this brand together? And as we were going through StoryBrand, you know, Donald makes some really good, good points about, you know, a story is... He's like, I'll ruin movies and books for you forever because there's a certain like strategy and method of how stories run. And we are a society that loves stories. I mean, I will tell you that we love a good story even today, right? And what was interesting is we were going through this for ourselves. It was like, okay, the story is about this person. It's our customer and they're on this journey, right? So our customer is a female entrepreneur that has been in business, that's not having any success, has attended all the, you know, marketing training, the tactical training. She's probably even gone through a couple of self-development, different programs. It still feels like everything's missing the mark for her, mm-hmm. right? So she's frustrated. Hey, we've all been there. Like, I get this. Like, I've talked to thousands of women around this. 
So she's on this journey. Who does she have to meet, right? Who's her guide? Who's the Yoda that she needs to bump into that can help change the direction, but not necessarily give her the roadmap, but be the wisdom guide behind it, mm. right? And so when we started looking at, it's like, how did our language come across on our website? Who was the primary person that we were, you know, toting and talking about? Was it our customer or was it us? And when you place yourself as the hero of the journey, right? Your customer's like, good job. Congratulations. Good, job. <laughs> good for you. You did that. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't see themselves in the story of having that type of success for themselves. And I think we ran across that over and over again, because as we were talking to women and we're telling them what we could do for them, we were still placing ourselves as like, we're the experts. We can help you do this. Like, we and the thing was is that we weren't coming out. It's like, oh, would you like a little guidance in that? Okay, how can we guide you in having that conversation, right? So it was really interesting, I think, for for all of us to kind of go through and look at like where where does the the guide show up? Mm-hmm. And then what was more interesting is like when we looked at like how can we become the guide? How can we become the resource? How can we become the the roadmap? in the playbook for women like how can we design something that's specifically for female entrepreneurs we got a lot of clarity but what was even more interesting is when we took that story brand back into the playbook mm-hmm. the playbook changed the business plan changed yep and I, it's like it was for the better because what was interesting is that we actually incorporated that hero's journey earlier on in the business planning which actually made the rest of the business plan make sense for the first time. Like I finally felt like there's a congruent thought process that I was experiencing as a business owner of like, okay, this is how I want my business to run. Yeah. And I saw more of a connectivity instead of separate sections that I needed to fill out for a business. Yeah. And that, that was the kind of business plan that we were given from our mentor as well. And there was nothing right. wrong with it. There's not right, wrong, good, bad here. Right. It was just, there was this incongruency of um, taking someone through the journey of, well, what is it that you actually want? What's your idea? What is it that your skill sets are? And taking them through that journey all the way up to creating a business, a product, a service, um, all the way through your finances and how that all looks together and putting it all together instead of having it be this separate, well, you need to look at this. Cause yeah, absolutely. You do need to look at it, but it did create more of a roadmap or a blueprint. I feel like for a mm-hmm. lot of women. Mm-hmm. So it's just a different way to look at your business. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, when we were looking at the, the brand, like what's the story brand, I think that's so critical. And going back to the part of the first conversation, you know, I was just asked a question recently on a, um, on LinkedIn and I'm considered an expert in entrepreneurship. So I'm totally cool with that, by the way, I'm owning that. <laughs> and so I get to answer some really cool questions. And it was funny yesterday, one of the, the sections I was asking was like, how do you portray your core value as a business? Right. <clears throat> So when we were talking about, you know, sometimes we, as women, we take everything to heart, 
right? So if somebody's a good review, bad review, whatever, yeah. we upset mm-hmm. a customer, we take it personal. We do. Right. I have yet to meet a female that did not take it personal in some right. form or fashion and try to fix the situation. Yeah. Like, and that's where the whole true or untrue comes in. And like, yeah. do I need to change something or is this this person's view on how I am? Yeah. Is it well, and, and I And I look at it from a customer service perspective because I got a chance to work in customer support and when you get customer complaints or customer feedback or, or asks for refunds, the one thing I remember specifically learning is that you definitely, if you're going to be in a business owner, you need to separate yourself from that customer support avenue. Yeah. Because what ends up happening is that if you get one bad review, you're like, Phew! Yeah. And you'll go there so quickly and then you'll doubt everything you're doing. Right. And again, it doesn't have anything to do with you, you right? Yeah. It's just the experience or whatever. But it, it's really interesting. It's like, I think as women, we need, as a single business owner, as a solo entrepreneur, that separation of customer support has got to be one of the first steps I think you take. Mm. It's not necessarily hiring a VA unless you hire the VA to be your customer support, but someone managing the feedback beyond you is critical. doesn't mean you don't want it. Right. Right. Like I worked for uh, Disney and we would get a feedback every month. It would say, it would like list all the good. You know what the first thing all of us in the chef's office flipped to? The bad. <laughs> what did they say that was negative about us? I mean, we like, Ew. we didn't yeah. even go through all the highlights, right? Yeah. Like as our training had us automatically go through and look at everything that was negatively said about our resort our food, everything like that. Like that's the, that's our first look at because that's the first thing we want to fix. Mm. Right. We want to see what we need to improve upon the, the downside of that as an entrepreneur, especially as a solo entrepreneur is that there's no cushion. Right. Yeah. Right. You're immediately going to that section. You have, you're not even reading all the rave reviews about you. You'll let one person out of Detail. 10 destroy your business. Mm. Right. So it's really important to have that person in there. And then going back to the core value, what is our core value? And I think this was part of the story brand also when we were starting to look through this is like, what, what is, what is that we want to convey? Cause it actually is in the story brand. Yeah. What do you want them to experience? What is the core value that you're going to bring to the table that they know that without a doubt, you won't bend or break on. Right. Um, I've met women that say, I will never do black Friday. I will never make my my offer discounted because I know my value and I'm not willing to discount my value for a few extra bucks. And I've met women exactly like that too, where it's like, no, I don't do discounts. And it's like, okay, yeah, I I appreciate that. Yep. Different way to look at your business and go, wait a minute, I have value here. I don't need to discount my value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was actually getting a little pissed off during this Black Friday, to be honest. <laughs> no, I was. I was. I was getting pissed at you, ladies, and I, and I and I'm not even apologizing for it. I was so angry at at some of the Black Friday offers I was getting, because I was reading offers that were phenomenal, right? Like we can help you build this business. There was like ten women collaborating together, providing value, and then the offer was of this of this amazing, and they under undervalued themselves. They said. Oh, all these 10 of us, we're worth like $3,000, but you can pick this all up, all of our training for $49. I was pissed. And there was 10 of them? 
Yes. Even $3,000, I'd be like, there's a lot of knowledge in between I all was, 10 of you. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was so angry at all the undervaluing. And it, it was interesting because I'm in a women's group, right? That supports female entrepreneurships. And these were the offers that I was seeing. And it was pissing me off because we're undervaluing everything we're doing. Like you put 10 women together and then you're putting all their genius and you're selling that for $99 or $47. I was like, I don't even want to buy this because I feel that that amount of information is going to be like bullshit. Honestly, it's going to be fluff. It's going to be all, it's fluff. all fluff. Like you oversold yourselves and then did a disservice because you underpriced yourself. You never want to oversell yourself and underprice yourself. That's ridiculous. That's like saying I'm the top, you know, business in the world and we're only going to charge you a dollar to join. <laughs> no wonder women aren't taking profit. Yeah, no, there's no, no profit there's to no take. There's no profit to take. You're literally working mm -hmm. against yourself. <laughs> totally. So that was my rant about you women. Like, I, your Black Fridays, I swear to you, I was so pissed at all of you. Um, <laughs> not all of you, all of you. But like, for those that I was reading, I was so disheartened around the offer that you presented because I feel like you really devalued your worth in the Black Friday offers and the Cyber Weekend offers. And I was like, man, and then I'm looking at our counterparts and I'm seeing offers for four, five, six times the what, what you're offering price rise and weren't even offering as much value. And I was like, like, ladies, we got to work on this. What are your core values? What, what are you up to in your business? And if you tell us, and I swear to you, if you tell us that it's not to make money, it's just to help people. Hmm. Yeah. That's cute. But That's listen, go volunteer for a community service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Did you <laughs> Oh, she just said, if you're going to do that, go for community service. Ooh. Hope you heard that, ladies. Yeah. Because <laughs> I tell you, you'll still be spending your own money. I start, it was like, I I ventured into that this year and I was like, you'll, you'll still be spending your own money, but it's like, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing opportunity. But really, if you're not creating profit in your business, just go volunteer. Don't create a business. Yeah, she really said that. Because you have to file a tax return. I mean, who wants to file a tax return for volunteer work? <laughs> oh, she's really nailing you guys right now, just so you know. Karen's over there laughing like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. What else you got over there? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> She's taking the gloves off one glove at a time, or maybe both. Maybe she's just going boom and throwing them both down at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I have sparkle in my hair. It's extra. Yeah. Yeah. She's got the sparkle and now she's got the boom too, guys. So watch yeah. out because the firecracker has been lit. Because <laughs> yeah. what pissed me off is I got it. I got an email from a lady who is known as a Pinterest expert. It's not this one. She's another Pinterest expert, but it's this one. This one. Shows. So she sells all. She's been selling a lot of courses, and she keeps up to date on everything that's going on. And well, she just she goes, you know, I should be I should be promoting my course, my Black Friday special, my whatever. She goes, but I'm not. She goes, I'm tired. I'm done. I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this anymore. And I was just like, what the hell? 
And so her whole email was about promoting somebody else's offer. She was, so she went from being her own business owner, her own course creator to promoting somebody else's because she's been doing the do and it's completely worn her out. Can we help you please turn your business around? Like that's the woman we want to help turn business around. Right. Because what they've been doing is what we've been doing for years. And that's mm -hmm. why that's why we built Truth Bomb Academy. That's exactly why we built it. And I was just like, it, when I read that, I just, it was, it was heartbreaking because it was like, she has, I mean, I've been getting emails from her for a while and she's, she's, um, as far as like, I mean, I don't know her personally, so I can't, I don't know her ins and outs of her business, but but she was like, she had a good business and she was like, just, she was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm just gonna, but this, but I partnered with this lady in the past and she's really great. And she's going to promote her now. And I was just like, ladies, it's fantastic when we promote each other. I love that because the collaboration and the, the abundance mentality is fantastic and it serves all of us, but it's like, what, what is what gets you to that point where you don't want to do this anymore? It's like, and what are you doing in your business no that plan. there's no plan? There's no plan. There's, there's no, no plan. They expect to do it themselves on top of everything else they're doing in life. And when you don't have a plan, and I know so many women don't because, well, quite frankly, it's overwhelming. The, the traditional business plan is like, ugh. That's like, that's like brain power that I can use much better somewhere else. <laughs> and it's like, but when you don't have that plan that is serving you and, and giving you like your path that you're following, it's like you're, you're, it's wayward and you feel like you're, you're constantly juggling stuff. And that's, that's weary. That's wearying. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, I, I talk about how my goal with Truth Bomb was always to get women more present to themselves. Mm -hmm. So um, for her, I would say, I'm so glad that she noticed that she was burnt out and over. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like she should pat herself on the back for noticing. But then sure. what are we doing with that burnout and overwhelm? in that instance where it's like, I'm feeling this way, how can I help myself so that I don't continue to feel this way? Because that a day of feeling burnt out and overwhelmed can turn into a pattern of a week mm. and then a month and then a year and then a lifetime of feeling burnt out and overwhelmed. If we're not a first noticing it and then B, what might I do differently? This is something mm -hmm. I ask all the time. What can I do differently that yep. can help me with this burnout and overwhelm? And it may or may not have been effective for her to just go and start um, doing affiliate work at that point. Um, but what can I do effectively so that I'm giving my knowledge away? So that I'm healing myself, healing my traumas, healing right. my burnout so that I can give my genius to the world instead of trying to share someone else's genius. Because, I mean, Heidi, you talked about this in your um, recent YouTube video. Mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing wrong. And no, none of us is jumping on affiliate marketing. There's right. nothing oh, wrong with it. It's so a great way to make 
a lot of money. If that's the way you want to make money, happy for you to do that. But the other piece of the puzzle is each one of us has genius that literally there is a purpose inside of us that is waiting to be unlocked. There is a, there's something we need to share with the world. I personally believe that each and every one of us has something that we were born a purpose to share with the world. Something that it's like, this is my, my big burning desire to give to other people. And each of us, whether we realize it or not, has that. And so, um, yes, it can be effective in times where it's like, I'm really, I'm really burnt out and I need to take a break and noticing, okay, I'm going to do some affiliate work for right now so that I can continue to feed my family. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when it becomes a pattern over and over and over again, that's when it's like, something's missing here. I am missing something in my life because I have now created a personality that's burnt out, overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And my personality now says that I have to be burnt out and overwhelmed in order to live my life. And so, and that's the thought that you're playing in the back of your head, whether you know it or not, because let's be honest, your subconscious mind is a little fucker sometimes. Let's be honest. Like <laughs> it will literally, and I did just really say that it yeah, will literally mm-hmm. play a program in the back of your head mm-hmm. that you don't even realize you're playing the program of I'm burnt out. I'm exhausted. Somebody else can do it. That's mm-hmm. really yeah. sad when we get to that point, ladies, like it's time to go, wait a minute. What's the program that's telling me that I have to feel this way. And now it's time to rewire that thought process so that I can actually Um, create change. And Mm -hmm. this is something that we talk about inside of the female millionaire code. We talk about what is it? What's the thought? And what can I do to change the thought? This is something that I'm super passionate about. I teach a lot of this inside of Truth Bomb Academy. I'm so passionate about it because I want people to get present back to themselves because the present moment is the only time you can make change. So that's, that's the reason that we want to invite you. If you have never done so already, we want to invite you to join us inside the female millionaire code. And if you want to join us inside there, go to truthbondmarketing.com slash code. And if you're on YouTube, there's going to be a link in the description on your podcast. There will be a link in the show notes. So you can check that out there. Um, We would love to have you join us so that you can start rewiring your mind rewiring your money mind and rewiring your marketing mind. All three of those things are incredibly important if you want to be successful in your business. Mm. So listen, friends, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you loved us, please give us some five stars. Five stars. Yeah, Heidi's holding up her 10 hands now. Or 10 hands, 10 fingers. <laughs> five, 10 hands? Yes, 10 hands, hands, guys. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So, but this helps us to continue get our message out to support more women and unlocking their millions. So, like I said, if you haven't already, join us inside the female millionaire code. And once again, it's truthbombmarketing.com slash code. And we can't wait to hang out with you inside of that wonderful workshop. And until next time, we will see you inside the community.